the senior rider for the AFL record, Ash Brown. Ash, good afternoon to you. Uh, good afternoon. Good to be with you. No, uh, thank you very much for your time, Ash. It's much appreciated. And, well, what a great start it was to the AFL season last night. A terrific game. But, unfortunately, it has been a little bit overshadowed uh, today and uh, post-game last night with the Luke Beveridge and Tom Morris situation. Uh, so what do you make of all of this, Luke Beveridge, with some uh, anger and, and um, you know, disappointing comments towards Tom Morris last night in the post-game press conference, but today uh, some leaked messages and comments from uh, Tom Morris, and he has been stood down by Fox Footy. Yeah, a pretty unedifying day, really, for footy media, I guess, more than anything else. Certainly, I was actually in the room last night at the media conference when um, Luke Beveridge uh, sort of unleashed on Todd Morris, and it was uh, it was pretty shocking to be a bit jaw dropping, really. Throwback to some uh, press conferences I was you know covered nearly thirty years ago. Um, totally out of line by uh, Luke Beveridge, and it was pretty clear that uh, overnight he would have to he would have to apologise, and, and that's what happened with the. With the apology coming later today, I think the big issue for the Bulldogs is that uh, someone from there is leaking because uh, Tom wasn't the only journalist to hear reports that uh, Lockie Hunter wasn't going to play. Uh, he was the first one, or perhaps the only one, to to put into the public domain. But uh, the word is getting around there, so the Bulldogs need first and foremost to find out who's leaking uh, team information. I mean, in the scheme of things... That, there's, a, you know, there's key information that can come out of footy club, but uh, team selection being preempted by 24 hours is not really a major. Certainly, I mean, Hunter's a, he's a fine footballer, but he's not, he's not one of their sort of best two or three players and an absolute key to that side. So I think that um, it was just uh, Tom doing his job, doing uh, uh, doing his job properly, really, and reporting the story. I'm not even sure whether um, you know he's the sort of question to bounce off the club. Unfortunately, footy clubs have a habit of, uh, if you go to them with something like that, they say, just give us uh, a few minutes, we'll get back to you. And in the meantime, they then publish that information on their own, uh, through their own uh, channels, their website, their Twitter feed, and uh, sometimes with a fair bit of their own spin involved. So journalists have come, they've got to say, they're not going to go to the club seeking that sort of, and to clarify that sort of information, and then they're going to go and, and publish it directly themselves. So Tom did the right thing uh, in, in that. Beveridge did the wrong thing in taking him on last night. Beveridge and the Bulldogs, therefore, did the right thing. But their apology this afternoon that I felt was fairly uh, satisfactory and, uh, and and well stated. But now, of course, we have the Tom Morris situation, a couple of um, unedifying um, uh, comments that he's made on social media that have got out. And he's now been uh, stood down from uh, Fox Footy and... Uh, and on the basis of uh, what was contained in those messages, that, you know, I'm like a lot of people came across today. Uh, that is the right call by Fox. Mm. Yeah, it certainly is uh, some pretty disappointing stuff to come out there um, from Tom Morrison. Uh, yeah, it wasn't a great look last night uh, either uh, from Luke Beveridge. Good to see that apology, and we did hear that uh, just before you did jump on the show there, Ash. Uh, now... Um, before I do let you go, Ash, let's talk a little bit of footy because uh, we had a great game last night, reminiscent, really, of last year's grand final here in Perth. What are you, what were your thoughts on the game? It was, wasn't it? It was not watching the grand final last year. The D's got the jump early. Bulldogs 
played you know, and looked like how far Melbourne. Bulldogs played some fantastic football, slammed one eight straight goals. They were causing the there was all sorts of uh, heartache and a bit like the grand final as well. There were a couple of third, chances to go further ahead. There was a uh, uh, Shacky playing on. I think when he had a mark, you know, inside twenty five meters, he'd gone back to kick the goal. And, yeah. uh, Marcus Bontempelli had, I think, a, uh, a drop mark and another turnover. They'd love to, dearly love to get that again. That uh, probably would have given the dogs a shot on goal. So they had a chance to go four five goals. I think it was what twenty two points at one stage. They had a chance to go with close to five goals up, like the grand final. And you thought that you know if the margin got out to that, then there'd been a real chance of winning the game. But then that came Melbourne uh, to rest control of the game once again. Really, the result. Once the Demons got back in front, the result of the game probably was never a doubt. A really good answer for Melbourne. I mean, they had four or five of their, you know, once Salem went down, they had four or five of their premiership back six missing. So it just shows how well their defensive system stand up and how they just hurt you on the turnover, Melbourne. If you don't, if you butcher the ball, they are absolutely going to kill you. Petrarch, Christian Petrarca was fabulous. Mm. Um, Max Gore stood up when it counted. Ben Brown, I mean, that had been a pre-season. My God, he's looking at a million dollars as well. So it just was a great night for Melbourne, a great night of celebration. And then and then the uh, football performance that followed that uh, shows that they are probably the team to beat once again in 2022. But a great night to beat back in the footy. 58,000, all considered, was a pretty good crowd to be there as well. And set the scene for what should be a blockbuster tonight between Carlton and Richmond. Yeah, we'll be back tonight at the MCG. The Blues taking on the Tigers. Um, what are your expectations for this match, Ash? Uh, what do you expect the crowd numbers to be? And who do you think comes away with the win here? Well, I think they'll get up into 75,000. MCC, we never thought they'd get 60,000 to the game last night, and they were right. And they're, they're, they're predicting high 70s maybe low 80s tonight, and I think that's likely to be the case. This, for a lot of people, is the traditional season opener, isn't it? I've actually gone for Carlton. I think uh, you know, they've got to win one of these uh, first games. <laughs> they've got to win it eventually. I think they're riding a nice for a 10-game losing streak uh, in this season opener, but mm. I think uh, they might get the, the chocolates tonight. They're looking, I've been really impressed with them in the pre-season. Um, they've added... Uh, their defence looks a lot better than it has been. There's certainly bit more uh, defensive running through their midfield. But I miss Sam Walsh, but Richmond have got a few key players out as well. So I just think it's a toss of the coin. Uh, the little bit well chilly off if Carlton get over tonight. Their, their support, they're the sleeping giants now, and uh, the fans will be off happy if they get the win. Conversely, if they uh, another loss after the big build-up, it's going to be uh, it's going to be a hard slog for the Blues. Uh, they'll, they'll be terrifically disappointed. Maybe that round one is only... One game, and we probably all place too much story on what happens in round one. Um, it's a fairly pivotal game tonight, especially for Carl. What an inspirational story for Sam Doherty to be back into the starting into the lineup. It's uh, it's just um, it's just such a great um, inspiration and story. Eddie, you know, if, uh, you know, if sentiment matters in footy, um, it'll be worth two or three goals to Carl tonight to have him playing out there. He's a, such an important player, and he really is a, 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 a key figure within a footy club, both on and off the ground. So fantastic to have him back. A great story after his, his battle with cancer. So we wish him well tonight uh, in his first game back. All right. Uh, just, uh, I just want a couple of quick tips from you here, Ash. We'll just go through the round and, uh, yeah, just knock them off as we go by. So uh, the Saints and the Pies tomorrow at Marvel. Uh, I think the Saints just. I think the home ground helps them. Yeah, okay. We've got uh, the Cats up against Essendon at the MCG to kick off the slate of Saturday games. 
toss of the coin, but I think Geelong's slightly more reliable. Particularly Stringer out precedent. Mm. Uh, Sydney Derby, GWS taking on the Swans. Uh, gone for the Swans, buddy, to kick forward to save his hundred. Uh, <laughs> he found the goal for the SCG next week. Yeah, we uh, we want to see the fans out onto the ground as well, doing it uh, safely. But uh, we would love to see uh, the fans getting out onto the ground for Buddy's 1,000th goal in the AFL. Um, the the Lions up against Port Adelaide at the Gabba on Saturday night. Uh, Brisbane uh, to win that by a couple of goals. Hawthorne taking on North Melbourne at the MCG on Sunday. Change my tip here. I think uh, Bruce McAvoy being out with uh, because of COVID uh, might just tip the scales in North favour for that one. Yeah, OK. Then uh, a couple of WA teams in action to finish off the Sunday games. The Adelaide Crows taking on the Freo Dockers in Adelaide. This is a tough one. Uh, Freo's got a few players out. And if Fife doesn't play, that might almost tip the balance uh, in Adelaide's favour. So, yeah, he's uh, not. He's, he's out. Quite a lot. Can, can I see the final teams and, uh, before I make my guess? Well, Fife is, is out, definitely. So, uh, well, yeah, I think Adelaide, Adelaide might just go over the line then. Uh, and the West Coast Eagles here taking on Gold Coast. Yeah, a bit decimated. Uh, Gold Coast have been almost non-competitive in their games over there, but I think they might get the points. So I'm just having a much closer to full-strength team, and they've had a good pre-season. Ash, uh, thank you very much for your time here on the program this afternoon. Uh, it was, it's an absolute pleasure. Before I do let you go, um, tell us about what you do, where we can find uh, the AFL record. The AFL record available uh, at, uh, at the footy this weekend, five dollars. Also available in Coles uh, supermarkets and some news agents. And also, we now have a subscription service. You can buy a copy online through aflrecord.com.au. You won't miss an edition where, where or not your team is playing at home or away. You can always get your copy of the record. Ash, thanks for your time and enjoy the footy. Looking forward to it. Thanks for the, thanks for the chat.